Hey, Liz. From school runs, office meetings, to cooking dinner, you know, boss mama life can be hard. It's a constant juggle between how much time we focus on our business, ourself, and everything else. Are we crazy to think we can have it all? Are we good moms? What if we aren't spending enough time with our children? And really, is there such thing as balance? Relax, mama. We've all been there, and the good news is, yes, you can have it all, and you don't have to feel alone in the process. Join us, Liz and Laura, as we keep it real about Boss Mama Life. We interview incredible women around the world doing what they love. We share tips, tools, and tricks, which help you level up your game. It won't be easy, ladies. You know it takes some grit and soul to feel magic, but with a little Boss Mama's mindset, you can reach your dreams. So grab your headphones and get cozy with us as we interview today's Lady Boss Mama. Okay, we have this mama here. And how many weeks are you? 29. 29 weeks. What? Home stretch. Yeah, she's she's prego 29 weeks. Yay. <laughs> and so I asked her, because when I was pregnant with my second, I was like, I was having this like morning phase, like, oh my gosh, me and my girl, we're not gonna be able to spend like all of our fun time together. Like we would, we did everything. We did like Friday breakfast and like we had all these things planned. I think that's why it took me so long to have a second baby because I was like mourning that like alone time. So you're going to take your boy to the happiest place on earth, right? Yeah. Monday, we're going to have a Disney date. Yes. I'm excited. That's exciting. I can relate with that. I had my daughter, I have two daughters, as you know, Jaden and Riley. And when I got pregnant, I was only three months. So 12 weeks postpartum. Wow. So they're a year and three days apart. And I was like dying inside secretly because I was missing that alone time that I was going to have with Jaden that was so short. Yeah. I feel somewhat guilty because I don't think I spent enough one-on-one time with Aiden. I mean, I've been working so hard and, you know, ever since he was little, we had to get a nanny because I really needed to jump in and support my husband in his career. And I found that I just like, didn't have any of that time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, So, but it, you know, it is what it is. You're about to give him a rad gift, which is a sibling. And he's going to be so happy because no offense to only children out there, but I mean, a lot, that's a lot of the complaint I hear from only children is they want a sibling. They ask their parents all the time for a sibling and, and bless the people that can't, because I'm not, you know, no, uh, no offense to you guys that, you know, cannot give your only child another sibling. Cause I totally get it because I think only child and only children and the ones that don't want a sibling are very happy. <laughs> Um, I'm so, I'm excited to to hit up Disneyland with you on on Monday. Me too, because this woman is a Disney pro. She has like passes. She knows exactly where to go, what to do, and I'm like gonna just totally like be like, all right, Liz, you're on. Let's do this. Oh, the pressure, the pressure. Yeah, it might be a shit show because my three year old will be will be coming, and he's hit or miss. He's hit or miss at Disney. But yeah, we'll have, I always put a smile on my face and they're not for you, but there are drinks at California Adventure. So anyways, we're really excited to have you today, Autumn. Please go ahead and introduce yourself. 
Hi, girls. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Autumn Aguilar, part of the self-made training facility empire, along with Miguel, my husband, and a mama of two, married, gosh, 12 years, together 13, and just kind of pushing my way through life like everybody else. Absolutely. And I, I'm just going to say up front to our audience, anybody going to listen today is not the best for, because Mercury and retrograde has really been ha- having a lot of impact on technology. So there may be a little bit of in and out during this recording, but we're going to keep going through it. Awesome. Well, so tell us more about this self-made training facility. We'd love to hear more. How did yeah. it get started? And Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, it's got a great story. We started, well, you know, like kind of, as you said, you wanted to help contribute, you know, as far as, you know, in the marriage and financially, and you just wanted to kind of pave the way for your family and help help your, you know, your spouse and same here. I wanted to help, but I didn't have an education. I had gotten laid off from my job that I worked for a bank off wall street. I was in the real estate uh, world, you know, pre Miguel and pre kids. And then that whole empire just kind of fell. And so I became a stay at home mom overnight, basically. And, you know, a couple of years go through, you know, go down and I realized I wanted to help Miguel and I started competing and I got so many emails and and requests for diets and workouts and what did I do and so Miguel being the businessman that he is he's like gold mine you know you need to be you need to be a trainer but you don't need to be training at a gym because they don't make any money you know and you need someone to stay home with the kids the girls were, were still like young not in school long story short we started in our garage so we turned our three car garage into a gym and that was self-made fitness. And then a couple of years go down and I grow out of, you know, having a professional setting here at my home, the bathroom, the entrance, stuff like that. And I thought, gosh, I need to go get like a legit gym. So I went out that day, grabbed a, a real estate agent, a commercial real estate agent. We went out looking and I found this little tiny 3000 square foot. It's kind of like a, it was almost like a a garage feeling, but it was industrial type building. And so we just created self-made training facility there. And initially we were just trying to create a platform for myself and maybe a handful of my friends that were trainers at the time. And it ended up growing and, you know, busting and bursting at the seams six months to a year later. And that's where we figured, gosh, we maybe have a little niche here and we want to grow this. And so, yeah, now we have 16 open, 22 in the works and it's a franchise. And so, yeah, here we are. That's so amazing, Autumn. Like we knew each other, you know, forever, forever. Right. Yeah. And, and then, you know, we followed each other on social media and, and I've watched it grow, you know, and yeah. I have to say, you know, I know that your husband, you know, runs a lot of the day-to-day operations, but you you are the woman behind that business. And oh. so I totally give it to you because thank you. You even that story, you know, is is derived from you. So that's powerful. I love it. It's been it's been a great journey, you know, and it, I definitely struggled a little bit with that to be honest with you girls. You know, it's like not necessarily a power struggle, but like when you go into business with your spouse, it's next level. <laughs> it's next level and it's got its highs and lows. So 
we've faced some of those demons and I think, you know, it is what it is now and it's doing great. It's thriving. The company's thriving. What, what would be, what would be the biggest mindset struggle you had to go through with that, with that period of learning to work with my husband and sort of like growing this vision together? Okay. So I'll have to just admit this here. You know, it's taken like therapy because I have an alpha personality. And I think, you know, Miguel too. So we kind of butt heads. I like to have control. He likes to have control. So it's learning to kind of pick and choose your battles, but having the mindset where I really had to flip the script on it as far as how am I going to go into this and just, I guess, taking a little bit of the back seat and allowing him to think that he's got control. I mean, you kind of have to do, you got to let them think they made those decisions when really you kind of planted the seed. So it's just learning to kind of work with your significant other and um, find the happy medium and the balance. Do you find that, that the therapy helped? Absolutely. Yeah, because I had a lot of resentment for a lot of years because when you look at our platform, I'm not really there. And so I did struggle with that internally. Like, Hey, what about me? Where's my desk in the, at the facility? You know, where am I on the self-made training facility site? Why am I not getting videoed here and there? So I did struggle a lot with, you know, my purpose in within self-made, but kind of like you said, like the core of SMTF of self-made training facility is me and not everybody in the whole world has to know it as long as I know it and I can just accept it and it is what it is. You know, I ask because I think that it's important for women. There's still such a negative connotation to say, oh, I've gone to therapy, but I think everybody could use it for some reason. And I think that also part of like when we have those situations, we, we can either look at it as like a frustration or a big learning opportunity and also a a chance to really reflect and become aware of like, what do we truly value? Because like, I know in my situation, you know, since you're being vulnerable and, and we really appreciate it, but like, you know, it was that I was putting so much attachment on my title and my salary and my position. And I didn't even realize that that meant so much to me that this external recognition was so important. And so once you realize what it is, I'm not saying that's easy because it's also like hard to admit a little bit, but once you realize it, then you start to see, well, wait, there's a lot of power struggle here and fear, which is not really going to help anyone. So how do I get over that? You know? It's so true. You honestly, you totally nailed it. When you become, and you're basically, my therapist has talked me off the ledge quite a few times, but like when you become okay within your own skin as a woman and it ends up just becoming second nature to you. Like you just, sometimes this sounds so cliche, but sometimes you just have to love that person through those times, even though it's a really big pill to swallow. And sometimes it's not easy. It's the higher road. And so from that, you're building your other platform, SheEO. Yeah. And tell us about that, that platform and what's going on with that. It's been great. It's, it's on a little bit of a pause right now, but it's all for a positive reason. Kelly and I have created this platform because she, Kelly is the owner of self-made training facility Corona. She's owned that facility for less than a year, just slightly. So 
moving into she was a trainer with us first for a couple of years. And then from there, Self-Made Corona was a corporate location that we decided to sell as a franchise. So she hopped on board and, and, and showed some interest and kind of just made her way into an entrepreneur. And the first couple months was extremely hard for her. And she talks about it briefly. Um, and then I just kind of came in and, and gave her some tough love. And I just said, look, there's no throwing the towel in. Like, there's no backing up. You're going to work through this. And that's where we realized that we really had each other's backs. And so I see sometimes there's like a gap in the, the universe, like for women, like supporting other women. Like, it just doesn't happen all the time. So when you find that connection with somebody, a female of, of just both women who have that that drive and they just support each other like nobody's business it's so empowering so that's where CEO came from we thought she was like gosh you've helped me so much you don't realize how many other women could benefit from a platform like what we have and so that's where CEO came from we thought you know it would be such a great place and space for other women to go to and have the support Awesome. So you said it was on pause, but what are some of your big goals with CEO? And in terms of like, is it just to set up a community? Or are you going to offer? Yeah, I mean, it can go so many different ways. And that's why Kelly and I really did and do like bounce off each other. Well, like we really complement each other in that sense, because I'm kind of like a free bird. I'm a butterfly. Just I'm like, let's do this. Let's do this. And she kind of keeps me grounded. So I think the sky's the limit with that. Honestly, we have some really exciting things that are to come. Um, some podcasts, some live events that we want to do. We'd love to have an event here at the wineries and like have it be a platform with some wonderful speakers of women that are also like-minded that maybe have been through some crazy times and have faced adversity and got through it. And, and it might not just be entrepreneurs. It could be women that have had cancer, who've had a death in the family. Like there's so many amazing humans out there. I feel like we sometimes become not jaded, but I feel like sometimes we become desensitized with human connection so much because our whole life is based on looking through a screen. And so that's another thing that was also cool to have events with the CEO because it's so important to stay connected with people. Yeah. So as far as CEO and, and its its future, I think the sky's the limit. I, I can't tell you to be honest, but I'm hoping that it'll be big. You just talked about our faces ending up in a screen. You recently, I know you're back. So yes. people can follow Autumn on Instagram again. Tell them your Instagram handle. It's Autumn Aguilera. There was no Autumn Aguilar, so it's not really... I'm trying to be Christina Aguilar's sister. Then hmm. Autumn Aguilar was taken, so I just added the A. So it's Autumn Oh, Aguilar. cool. Yeah. Awesome. So follow her. But she recently came off of a 30 days, no social media. Yeah. I did a 28 um, day... How was that? Yeah. yeah, 28 day social media fast. It was amazing. It was like empowering. And it was like so spiritual and great. I loved it. I mean, I, I love social media. Hello. It's great. But I feel like it's so, it, it gives me such like, like irritation feelings. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, maybe that's just because of my experience in my past with it. There's been some things, but I just feel like I was missing looking up at just our world. 
I know that sounds so cheesy, but I missed looking up at my kids, like just engaging in so much that is out there and all the possibilities and and, and conversations that you're missing because you're on your darn phone. Like we're all guilty of it. Right. So the 28 day fast was like a challenge for me. It was good. I logged out of all of them. At the time I was running the self-made training facility. I was running a few, my own CEO. So I I think I had four handles on there. So it was was a lot. I was getting notifications throughout the night, throughout the day. I'm always on my phone. I'm in a kid pickup line. I'm on my phone. I'm um, finishing dinner. I'm getting notifications. So I think it was a good fresh breath of air and restart button. Yeah, that's one of the things Laura and I teach a mastermind to women growing their business. And one of our weeks is social media. And my first intention when I start teaching about social media is I give these ladies rules. And I say, look, if you're not going on that social media with a clear mind of doing business, turn it off and come back later. (laughs) Because it's just, yeah. That is such a staple and a great piece of advice. And that's the why I talked about that too when I came back on. Because now I'm on and I'm only running my own. So I'm on and then I, I log out and that, that feeling is just like goodbye. Like I feel so good. Like, okay, I'm gonna live life now. I'm gonna I spent my 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it was, maybe two sessions of 20 minutes, maybe an hour, whatever it is. I'm done and I I log out and I don't allow myself to log back in until the next day. And that feels good too. That's a good, I love that. That's a a great piece of advice because I think so much time is wasted. And so that boundaries is huge. Yeah. Because a lot of people, you know, the majority of people we interact with, they use it for business and they use it to connect with their buyers and their consumers. And it is very important, but making sure you have the mindset when you're logging on to social media to do business, to interact with your, you know, your buyers, your consumers, your, yes. you know, your people, that's the intention that needs to be clear when you're going on there. So I love that you did that fast and, and I love what you, you took away from it. That's awesome. It was great. Yeah. I have one last question before we wrap up yes, and I really would love to, to know because you said that you were doing it out of your gym or your garage rather at the gym initially. And there must've been some extremely funny mom business moments where you're (laughs) like, I can't believe this is happening right now. Can you share one with us? Oh gosh, there's so many, but so when we moved into the house that we live in now, it was a, it was a fixer upper. And so my husband had told me, Oh, give me 90 days and it will be perfect. Of course I bought into it. Well, three years later, but um, <laughs> I have a husband like that too. I can, we really need what to have lunch, girl. <laughs> we do. I was like, okay, I'm not just saying it was a small remodel girl. I'm telling you, we were taking walls down. We were down to two by fours, doors, this, that, I had no kitchen. I had no bathroom, literally like no walls anywhere. So funny moment is I had, you know, my clients, I didn't want to turn them down. I wanted them to come in and they would come in to use the restroom. I had dogs everywhere. It was just horrible. And then there's like barely walls up in my house for them to use the restroom. So there's been so many moments where I'm like, is this really happening to me? But you know what? That's what makes me transparent. I really try to maintain that authenticity and transparency because I'm human. So yeah, I've had so many funny moments where I'm like, is this really happening? But I love it. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on. I wanted to give a shout out to our podcast sponsor, Mama Needs Box. You'll be getting a special box 
from this company that's curated all for the things that mama needs. And each month is a different theme. What is the March theme? I forget. Oh, is it coffee? Maybe. maybe. Ooh, I love Mama that. needs coffee. So. Or spa day. One of the two. I can't okay. remember. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jen. I don't remember what your March theme is, but Jen Collins created this company and it's doing so amazing. I'm so happy for Jen and Autumn. You'll be getting one one of the months and we just ask that you share with your audience yes. what you got in well, the That box. sounds divine. I love that. <laughs> The boxes are incredible. Yeah. And they have their own like Spotify playlist that she thinks of everything. So uh, it's like her attention to detail is so cool. So thank you so much for being on. And you guys can follow you, um, Autumn on her Instagram and self-made training facility, as well as what's the handle for CEO? It's the CEO, the CEO project. Perfect. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you so much. It was so great. Yes. And thanks to everybody who listened. Please leave us a rating and a comment in iTunes. You want to help another mama community out. We'd really appreciate it. You can tell us what did you really take away from this episode or what question do you have that maybe we can respond to with Autumn's help. So lady boss mamas, and we look forward to our next episode with you. Bye guys.